This is a show-off. It's the collab you didn't know you needed. The unholy union of two powerhouses in Australian media. Pedestrian and Batuta Advocate. Taking a savage swipe at the week in entertainment news. Anything you've missed? And everything people give a shit about. I'm Laura Marcia, entertainment reporter at Pedestrian. I'm Effie Bateman, lifestyle and entertainment reporter at the Batuta Advocate. And I'm Wendell Hussey, the sports reporter at the Batuta Advocate and the token bloke of this podcast. Now, today on the show-off, we have... Laura Marcia solo filling in for the size 16 boots of Josie <laughs> Rosenberg Clark. Huge shoes to fill. Thanks That's for joining it. us. I'm here without mum. So excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to go off go off on a tangent without mum here. We've got plenty to talk about, plenty of tangents that potentially mm-hmm. may come up. We're talking about the most trusted man in television hanging up the boots after 21 consecutive premierships, as he said. Uh, Australia's making their own version of The Office. And people are very, very concerned. Rightly so, I think. And uh, we'll wrap it up with a new reality TV dating show, which is full of uh, what some people are saying, the world's biggest stick uh, <laughs> on TV. So there's plenty to talk about. Cool. Let's get into it. All right. Obsessions, 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 as we like to do at the start of mm-hmm. every show before we talk about our main stories. Just touch on what people may have been obsessed by this week, if anything's caught their attention, if anything's dragged them down a rabbit hole. Laura Marcia, would you like to take it away? Oh, I'd love to. So I have fallen down a TikTok wormhole this week, and I know we're all very susceptible to that, but this time it's been so intense that it's kind of gone to YouTube. Like I watched a full (laughs) episode of a show on YouTube. I know it's worrying. It's become a gateway. Mm. No, truly, gateway Mm. drug. So I've recently been watching Tiny Clips and now a full episode of old MTV reality shows from like, the early 2000s so one is called date my mum where basically like a kid will go or like a teenager will go on a date with a bunch of people's mums to work out which one of their kids they should date okay yeah okay so he doesn't actually go on a date with no he does he he just doesn't like smooch or anything he just like is working it out so the episode that i watched was like a guy gay guy who was going to date the mom of these other dudes and it's like weirdly sexual and scripted so even though he's going on these dates and stuff He's making really sexual comments about this potential son he's never met. Ooh. So that's one of them. But the other one is called parental control. And that's kind of a similar vibe. Like parents are involved. But this time it's like parents who hate their kids' partners. And so they provide a bunch of different dates for them to go on. And then at the end they get to pick. But it's like really fucked up. You just need yeah. to. You know, yeah, so that's full American trash yeah. TV. So it? they hate their kids' partners and they have the option to pick a new partner. Is yes. that what it is? Completely. And the best part is is that the current partner gets to watch the dates on camera as their partner is going on them. God, that's so it's weird. with the parents. That's very strange. Who would agree to, to do that? I don't know. People agree to do all sorts of that's things. That's true. TV, yeah. As we're probably going to discuss <laughs> in a little while. Um, I wonder where it'll lead you to next. You know, oh God. I wonder what next show you'll find from the early, the early two thousands. Oh, you know, okay, this isn't MTV, mm-hmm. but do you guys remember? This was a big thing. I, I think when I was in year seven, there's something about Miriam. Yes, I've done immense research into this. Show. Yeah, do you remember that? I don't remember. It rings a bell. Oh, take it away. Take it away. Okay, 
So there was this dating show where all of these men go on dates with this woman oh. called Miriam. Yeah, I think it, yeah, you know, and they find out at the end that <laughs> yes. Miriam is transgender. Basically, it involves at the end a whole bunch of men did this class lawsuit against this company for tricking them into going on dates with Miriam and it was a massive thing at the time. Yeah. It was very huge. controversial. Oh, and- that sounds so controversial. Imagine if that got made now. Goodness me. Well, it can't and there's been so many like it's always referenced in terms of the creation of other reality shows mm. because it's like that's not ethical at all. Mm. But at the same time, like she was put in this really dangerous position oh, where she wasn't I, cared yeah. for at all. It's and really to be yucky. the butt of the joke. Like I remember yes. in school the thing the boys would call each other is Miriam. Like, that was an insult. And it's really sad that this was, yeah. She was also on the Australian Big Brother at the time. And it was like the housemates had to guess. It was awful. Really awful. Yeah, it's an interesting time in TV. Look, let's get into our first of our top stories today. And as I said, at the top of the show, the most trusted man in breakfast (laughs) TV has decided to pull the plug. David Koshikosh has revealed that he is leaving Channel 7's Sunrise, which has apparently shocked the nation. Um, There were plenty of stories there. He gave quite an emotional speech on Monday morning saying, you know, he um, spent plenty of time doing breakfast TV and he needed to hang up the boots. Do you know how old David Kosh is? No. 60s? 67. He's 67 and he's been doing it for 21 years. And you would... Say breakfast TV is probably the hardest. That's a lot of early, like three AM, right? You wake up yeah. at three AM. Nobody could pay me enough money to get up <laughs> at four AM every day. I just wouldn't. Yeah, and wouldn't everyone can go like, oh, well, you can have a sleep in the middle of the day and then go to bed early and everything. It's still, so that's humans yeah. are not supposed to wake up at three AM. And breakfast radio would obviously be very, very difficult. But you're not having cameras on you yeah. at mm. six AM. He's got to be in front of a camera every single morning, pepping people up, hanging out with a cash cow, making friends (laughs) with him. No wonder he's so grumpy. Like, I would be grumpy too. He's grumpy. He's pretty grumpy. He's got the ornery old man sort of. That's why people like him so much. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like he's he's a bit of like just a straight shooting presenter. And yeah, you'll get grumpy about things. I don't watch a lot of breakfast TV though, so. Compared to other breakfast TV hosts, he's like quite a grump. Because mm. mm. you've got like Carl Stefanovic, Carl Stefanovic who's like, yo, yo, yo. Yeah, the local relatable man, <laughs> old Carlos. Um, but yeah, so after, as he said, after 20 consecutive premierships in the breakfast TV ratings game, I'm frankly finding it harder to get off the ground to take those marks. And I think it's time to bring through the next generation. Football reference there because he is also the uh, chairman of the Port Adelaide Football Club. Didn't know that so one. He's, yeah, very heavily involved with them. Him and Eddie Maguire always have fights about the jerseys because Port Adelaide try and steal the prison bars off Collingwood sometimes. Prison bar jerseys is a big thing. Anyway, um, I digress. Now, <laughs> now, there is some chat about who will be replacing the Kosh man yeah. on Sunrise. Matt Shervington is apparently the front runner. Because, uh, is, it because, yeah. is it because he's a Sock runner? Sock in pants. Yeah, runner. Yeah. Very good. See, Have no. you seen him running the 100 metres, Effie? There's some famous footage where it looks like he has two or three pairs of socks stuffed in his yeah. pants while he's running. <laughs> no, but I'm going to look now. <laughs> I first saw it when I had to interview him and my friend's parents were like, you don't know why we call him Big Dick Shervo? 
I was like, no. And I watched it like two minutes before my interview. Oh, no. But it was fine. I didn't bring it up. Yeah, fair enough. Big dick Shervo. Um, there's also some chat about Sam Mack, who I feel yes. like he's been waiting in the wings. And he's like, he's got almost the toughest job on that show, right? Because yeah. he'll be like, I'm at the Royal Easter show and it's 5.45 in the morning and ah, I'm screaming with some kids getting excited. And he is full noise or he'd be like jumping yeah. out of a plane or he'd be at some bakery or he does all sorts of stuff. He's been putting in hard yards. So could be Matt Duran. He's also been floated. So is Mark Beretta and Chris Brown. So Sam yeah. Mack, Matt Shervington, Matt Duran. It's just a lot of... Mm, you seen yeah. the common denominator there? Mm. Or what could it be? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I wrote about this just before I came here and it seems that they're all middle-aged white men. Yep. Crazy. That's crazy how things work, hey? Breakfast TV, hey? <laughs> I mean, Edwina Bartholomew has also been floated, but has maybe she? that's just a, um, a name that's being thrown in there to distract from that. the fact that five... Uh, white middle-aged men have been well, floated as replacements for Koshi. But, I mean... Daily Mail is... Well, it's Daily Mail. They're like, we are certain it's Matt yeah. Shervington. Like, the insiders, Channel 7, reckon it's well, Matt. Well, I they, mean, if you've read it in the Daily Mail, it must be it true. It must be true. They so. even wrote this in November last year as well. Like, I did a quick Google search today, and there's two articles. One's from November last year saying Koshi was going to quit in, uh, like, mid-2023, 2024. Mm. Yeah. So, that's T. They're going to announce it on Monday, no? Oh. Yeah. All right. Let's hear predictions. I am going to go with Sam Mack. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going Sam Mack. And if I'm right, everyone owes me $5 and a smooch. Sure. And you got to bomb a seltzer if you're wrong. Okay. Next yeah, week. yeah. All right. Euphemia Bateman, what do you got? I like disagreeing with you, so I'm going to go Matt. Big Dick Shervo. Big, yep. Big Dick sure. Shervo. I reckon he's going to be a mile ahead. There you go. Next up, and Australia is set to get its very own version of David Brent and Michael Scott. Laura Marcia, you've written a little bit about the speculation. You're a bit across this story. What do you got for us on the Australian version of The Office, which has been now properly confirmed? Yes, Wendell. Well, this has been like in the works for the last couple of years. So when I first kind of heard whispers, I didn't totally believe it. But no, it's been confirmed now and it's going to have a female lead, which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And so you'd think for something So like it's not going to be funny. Like, oh, oh. The... <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> I don't even know So how they're to just trying that. to make like a more serious, like, <laughs> kind of fun. Like, what are we thinking? Like an Amy Schumer? Get like... in the bin. Lucky. <laughs> Anyway, so aside from that really sexist comment, but I mean, I think the big question is like, if it's not going to be the same storyline as The Office, which they've confirmed, it's going to be a little bit different and Aussie version. Don't we already have that? Like we have Kitty Flanagan and Fisk. We have Utopia. We have other comedies that are like that awkward humor that are based in an office. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Very small business. The librarians. Yeah. Fisk, as you mentioned. There's been a few of those shows. Yeah. You wonder like what, what? of the office is it actually bringing if they're changing mm. the main character yeah. they're changing the setup of it all it's going to be curious to see what they do with the casting as well and what they do with the writing like there's stuff particularly in the american office and i'm more partial to the american Me office too. which is such mm. a weird thing to say like i'm more partial to an american version of a british tv show probably yeah. the only one yeah, yeah. The only one for sure yeah. hey but yeah, a lot of those jokes in the American version of The Office and the UK version, some of those probably aren't getting 
off the writing table, you don't feel like mm. today. So it's going to be curious to see how they mix that up, particularly with Australian humour as well. Hamish Blake for Jim, is that what we're thinking? I reckon, so I thought okay. Angus Sampson as Dwight. I actually think See, that I works. I don't know if Dwight Schrute is going to get a run Why? as a character. He's the best character. I don't oh. think it'll be like Dwight, but it will be someone like that, but yeah. maybe like a really bogan version of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, like he can do the deadpan yes. series really well. And, you know, Australian shows, we've got to use the same actors over and over we again. We do mm. because the pool is like this big. It's this big. It's little. Lisa McCune as Jan. Yes, 100%. Yep. yep. Nice. I'm thinking yeah, perfect. That's Adam good. Demos as Jim, <laughs> who we remember from Sex Life. Because he's kind of cute in a boyish way. I don't think he has the humour, though. That's yeah. what gets me. That's why I That's like true. Hamish Blake for it. Because mm. he'll do that little like look to the camera. Like, yeah. but isn't Hamish he, too Hamish old? But Jim's so not perfectly. that young. Jim's like early 30s. Hamish right? Maybe. is early 30s. Shave the beard. Put on a wig. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Nah, he, Hamish has to be Jim. He's Even got what he it won't takes. Be, but it would be perfect. Yeah, 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 I get that. I get that. Kevin? Who's going to be Kevin? Shane Jacobson? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, I don't think there's anyone else it could be. Like, there's I'm no, to think there's literally else. nobody else who could be. Yeah. Um, Simon Baker is Robert California. If we get that far, <laughs> you know you would nail that, Robert right? Robert California. Oh, my gosh. But yes. in Australian version, would it be Robert... Turak. <laughs> it's got to be. Yep. It's got to really be. good. <laughs> it feels like there is a low chance of this being a raging success, really. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see an Australian office that works and gets mm. everyone laughing. So production starts in the next couple of months. So we potentially might see it in 2024. That's Maybe. exciting. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about that on the show. Ooh. Do we know if it's going to be streaming or free to air? Prime. Prime. Prime's got it. That's oh. a good sign. I think that's a good yeah. sign. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd imagine there'll be some some big money poured yeah. into it. And obviously, like, they're getting heaps and heaps of headlines and they're probably getting big names working on it behind the scenes as well. Mm. So, look, look, I want it to do well. Oh, we want I it want it to. It to but, but I'm cynical. I'm extremely cynical. Time will tell, I guess. Now, we move on to some reality TV chat. And there's a lot to chat, actually, in the world of reality TV. There's a bit going on. But first of all, we'll touch on the big one in Australia that has premiered this week, LM F-Boy Island. Yeah. So I'm actually so excited about this because I was worried. I love Abby Chatfield. I have a crush on her. I think she's the best. So I was worried that this show was going to suck. But then it came out um, on the 29th. And it was really, really good. Are you I the type of person it. that would be like commenting, not tagging anyone on her posts? Like you're no. just interacting with her like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. Or no. like, babe, fire, fire, fire. <laughs> no, because can you imagine? There's oh, so no. many people that do that. That's what I find interesting. Like the people that are like, they don't actually, they're not like tagging their friend being like, oh, God, this is great. Or how about she look here or whatever. It's just like, no, no, just like genuinely, this is my friend. I'm commenting on their post. No, she's not my friend. Like I've interviewed her a couple of times and I've sat like second row at a show but I haven't met, like, I'm not her friend, okay. but I'm just like an admirer from far away who thinks yep. she's really hot and really funny. So yep. can I tell you a funny story? Please. <laughs> I swear it was like the second day I was in office and I spied Wendell on his Instagram and there was just like a massive Abby Chatfield thirst trap on his phone. To be honest, fair. <laughs> I mean. You're commenting flame, flame, flame. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> just like four flame emojis. Yeah. 
I don't, is that on? I mean, I guess maybe I that's on me. But there are was. a few thirst traps posted. I would say no, like there's a lot. Every yeah. second one uh, is, and look, I thank her for that. You know, someone who works in a social media-driven <laughs> business, I have to be across these things. <laughs> I have to understand what's going on. I have to see what's trending. Um, that's how you get around looking at thirst traps in the office. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, awful it's work. for work, bro. It's like. awful work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Abby Chatfield is heading up F Boy Island. Yes, and. If people haven't seen it, can you explain the premise? Because it got a little bit lost on me. I yeah, must admit. it's a bit, it's a bit confusing, um, and it's based on a US version of the show, right? So yeah. the premise is that there's three girls, and they're going onto this island full of fuckboys, but twelve are like f boys, and twelve are self-proclaimed nice guys, and they have to work out like going on dates and stuff, and work out who's who, and need to eliminate the fuckboys and keep the nice guys. Yeah. So. And then if they pair up with the nice guys, mm-hmm. they split fifty k. Yes. But mm-hmm. if they pair up with a fuckboy. He takes. Yeah, he's yeeting off with the bag. So he's going to like, yeah, he's just going to take it and run. Yeah. Mm. And how do they differentiate between F-boys and nice guys? Because you could argue that fuckboys would say they're nice guys, right? That's the whole show. That's it. Um, It's hard. The girls have to work together and kind of like, it's a bit of like whispers around them to work out who's nice and who isn't. So this is my gripe. Yeah. So I watch... First episode, and I got 10 minutes to second episode. I, I'm i a big reactor. I slammed my laptop shut. <laughs> I got so angry. Like, it's pretty obvious to me, mm-hmm. even seeing them interact with the girls, who the fuckboys are. Like, yeah. there's literally every fuckboy, I swear, wears his V-neck down to his crotch, right. is covered in tats. Like, I hate to stereotype, but I'm going to be real here. And is super smooth. Like, they... The way they're talking to these girls, I'm like, these guys are obviously fuckboys. Yeah. Especially Caleb, who I think deserves a punch to the face. I'll do Mm. it. I'll do it. I believe in violence when it comes to this (laughs) man because Wendell and I have had this chat because, um, you know, he's a real country boy. And I remember him telling me, you know, some people just need need to be knocked out. I remember being like, oh, no. No, I believe that now. Truly, I could like, not agree more. Like this, he just said some awful things. <laughs> he did. He made like... That's, that is not my public stance on <laughs> um, alcohol fueled violence. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it needs to be alcohol fueled. I stand by it completely sober. I think that some people need to be punched in the face sometimes mm. in a safe way. There you go. Yeah. Dare I ask what you were expecting on a show called Fuckboy Island? <laughs> I think... I also agree. I, I think Abby is doing a wonderful job. Yeah. Um, and is a natural born host. I just I get so angry watching these shows because I'm sick of seeing these dickheads on TV. And I watch mm. this show, and the only guy last like on the first episode that I thought was even remotely dateable got voted out straight away in favour of Caleb, who deserves a punch to the face. <laughs> but that's um, all. That, that's obviously producers. No, but that's we what need I thought. To keep Caleb on the show, right? He seems <laughs> like he's been just parachuted in. They've just found this random, vile American man, and yeah. they're like, "Be your absolute worst, and we'll make sure mm. you stay." in. like, he is next level, truly misogynistic and vile. Yes, like he does make a comment in the show that so one of the girls, her ex partners on the show, cheated on her with an escort, and um, he made a comment saying something like. Oh, yeah, he cheated because she didn't have good pussy. Excuse me. <laughs> did you guys, um, did you watch Good Guy Island last year? <laughs> no. No, because it didn't get made. Because it's not good TV, <laughs> Effie Bateman. 
Do you want to watch a show with I 12 nice you. guys and they go on no, an island with some... Because the other thing is the three gals, they're influencers. Like one's a professional DJ. They're looking for love. Fucking get on Tinder, get on Bumble, get on Hinge. The apps are out there. The people are out there. Go to a nightclub. Like... Um, a nightclub? Are we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, a dancing establishment. We're to meet my husband. <laughs> Maybe a disco. <laughs> People don't do um, shit at discos. No one talks to you at a disco. Yeah, you just get fingered true. at a disco. Exactly. In your time. My point is, we surely have moved past this whole, like, social experiment, looking for love thing in regards to reality TV. Haven't we? Like, yeah. No one is, like, making their most genuine attempt to find love by going on a TV show with 24 fuckboys where they're going to get like 10, 15, 20, 50, 100,000 followers and boost their professional DJ career or whatever. We're dealing with actors, right? We're well, dealing with characters. Nah, I, well, characters, yes. I just don't think it's mutually exclusive. Like I think you can kind of want to find love but also increase your Instagram followers and create a career for yourself. Like what's wrong with that? Oh, definitely, but you could also, like, find love without going on this TV show and putting yourself at the mercy That's of these so true. fuck boys. You but know don't what I'm you saying? Know and I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not criticising, like, yeah. that is now in media. That's, like, mm. a business model. That's a career path. Yep. If you want to put yourself on TV and get fucking hammered online and see the whole nation deal with your dirty laundry or the, you know, your Or people saying or you deserve behaviors. to be punched in yeah. the face. <laughs> All that sort of stuff. <laughs> Credit to you. Like, yeah, You're putting totally. yourself out there. You're going for it. You're creating this thing for yourself 100%. I like, I'd absolute credit to them. Hats off to them. But yeah, the whole thing of like, oh, they're just trying to find love and they're dealing with these fuck boys. They knew what they signed up for. They and totally that's all did. part of the fun. I think that's what that makes it entertaining. All fuck boys. Because any yeah. guy yes. who goes on TV and says he's a nice guy, no, you're a, you're a soft fuck boy. 100%. And I also don't always, if a dude says to me, no, Laura, I'm a nice guy, I'm like, are you like? I just don't totally believe it. It's such a like. Show Is me it like a catch twenty two. You can't say you're a nice guy. You have to let them say it's like nice saying guy. I'm you know cool. Maybe. No, someone else has to say I'm cool. I, I can't call myself. cool. I think you're really cool. Thank yeah. you. I really. I, I, I think, think you're I'm really a nice. nice. Guy. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> it two episodes have dropped, and then it goes weekly from here on yeah. out. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty more scandals coming out of it. They're clearly trying to get these big sound bites and. Yeah, I, I'm a little curious on, like, the ideation behind it and how it's all going to work because it does seem very similar to, like, a Love Island, right, slash... Yeah, I yeah. think the difference is it is so self-aware and, like, this is my favourite thing about reality shows is when they know that they're campy, they know they're funny. Um, it's just, like, there's heaps of puns, it's calling itself out and also, like, we're seeing dudes actually use brain cells and call each other out for bad behaviours, which I think is different from other shows. We've seen it a little bit on Love Island, but this one, like, that is the focus. Being a fuckboy is not going to get you far. So we need to see good behaviours. That's the difference, I think. As long as Caleb doesn't win. In a way, it would be kind of funny if he does. Like, absolute chaos. I would just be really disappointed if he did, though. But it would be funny. It's reality TV. It would just be real life. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Metal. Now... This Fuckboy Island has caused a bit of a stir and there is another TV show, (laughs) reality TV, love-related, coming out in the UK, which I watched the trailer for and it has blown my mind. Effie Bateman, please, can you explain this to the good people? I'm taking this one away. Okay, so this is from Channel 4. And I know that they like to do risky things and it's part of a series called Open House, 
where they delve into couples experimenting, exploring non-monogamy, and essentially, this is like the first snippet I saw which made me really laugh. 31-year-old Shanice and 32-year-old Ricardo uh, hoped for an intimate couple swap. Instead, they're in a bedroom with 15 frisky residents. (laughs) And they've been in a relationship for eight years and the trailer is off the charts, like just five people going into a bedroom, four people hooking up on a bed. I don't – it's it's wild. It's like – A regular-sized bed, like a – Queen? Yeah, not. I don't even know if it was a queen. It looks small. Mate, they look pretty cozy. I mean, that would they would look small if there was like ten people on it. Mm. So basically, it's just fifteen people rooting in this um, house under the premise of yeah. I do don't they know. show this? Just need to find out for later. Or do they have like the Sims thing where it's just like oh. the, the pixelated over their genitals? Jeez, like Japanese porn. It looks like there's rooting. Like there's a definite like, you know, from what I saw, like the sheets are pumping and, you know, there's people like hooking up. A bit of work here. <laughs> <laughs> you That's know what so my funny. first thought is? I'm just thinking logistically. Mm-hmm. How do they make – I'm just like, surely this is an easy way to get UTI, thrush. Are they all tested when they go in? Are they using protection? Oh, you'd hope so, hey. Hope you so. would imagine that people who are going into a televised show where 15 people will be having an orgy have some understanding of the things that need to be taken care of and some hygiene. You would hope, right? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like sex clubs and stuff like that do have regulations yeah, where yeah, people have like, to. Yeah, rules, regulations, things you need to know. Good. Um, But my biggest thing is, like, I hope there was some Gatorade and a cheese board because you need, like, (laughs) energy for 15 people. One person, I'm like, bro, I need a break. A lot of hydrolyte getting around, hopefully. (laughs) Cocaine. Yeah, totally. Cocaine. I don't want to say it, but, like, cocaine. (laughs) Yeah, the producers would be plating up for them. Um, I just don't know where we go after this. 16. 16 16. people, yeah, that's where we go. Okay, and then we go to 17. But, like, is this the very limit of reality TV? The limit does not exist, (laughs) Wendell, dear. Yeah, that's we're just going to continue pushing it back. Like, a a gangbang slash orgy reality TV, that's, I don't know. I don't know how much further you go. And, I mean, like, it's interesting for these people because, right, you go on Fuckboy Island, like, you make a bit of a fool of yourself, you carry on, you say Mm. some silly things, whatever. Your family and friends are watching. They're like, oh, God, cameras, you know. I know you're not really like that. The camera's got you like this and this. But are you keen to go on a show where you're just in like a sixum with just some randoms and your parents are like, fuck, that was pretty hectic? Yeah. It looks to be incredibly wild TV. I actually yeah. don't think I'll be able to watch it. I think it's it's probably a little bit too much for me. Well, look, I'm probably going to watch you're it. Watching I think it I'm, yeah. I'm curious to yeah. see you the logistics. You will definitely watch it, Effie Bateman. <laughs> look, I think... It is at 10 p.m. Kids are up bed in bed by mm. that point. I remember watching uh, Big Brother Uncut. Me too. Kid. You know, yep. we've always it's always been there. I remember Except- seeing Jamie's dick at <laughs> 2 a.m. <laughs> I wonder if there will be any turkey slaps getting around. Um, <gasps> oh, fuck! That I forgot about that. That unlocked was something it? deep in there. That yeah. was a that was Ooh. a big one, wasn't it? Didn't the Prime Minister talk about it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was huge. Was that John Howard? He was like... John Howard came out. We need to get rid of this TV show. Imagine if you heard about this one, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) His eyebrows eyebrows would would shoot off his head. (laughs) That'd be it, I think, for Johnny, if you heard about this. (laughs) But anyway, we'll stay tuned. We'll see what happens with Open House.
that's all we have this week in the in the world of entertainment. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and join us again next week on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast.